are now listening to Real Talk with Mr. Q, the War Machine. everyone to another episode of Real Talk. I'm your host, Mr. Q, the War Machine. Thank you for taking time out your busy schedule. Uh, give a shout out to all new subscribers, passive buyers, trolls, uh, uh, curious people just coming by in the channel, just listen. Just want to give a shout out before I get started in the podcast. Thank you for your time and doing so. Uh, I know it's been a, a minute since I've been um, made a podcast, but been doing this uh this animation and of course if you got kids it's at cold season so so like you get rid of one cold you turn around and get another because somebody in the house gonna get it if you got kids so been dealing with that but other than that people been doing very well hopefully you're doing well and been vigilant um today's podcast is going to be um i'm discussed about the colonization of africa and i wanted to do this and wanted to wait to see if uh, anyone on YouTube or other than the person who's promoting now the, the AU ambassador herself, the former AU ambassador herself, has been in the forefront of exposing this. But I wanted to see if any other people who were supposed to be of the black media or uh, enlightened would, would come on and talk about it. So I kind of waited. I didn't see anyone talk about it. So this is why I'm doing it now. But, but it's been going on for the last, say, about a couple of weeks or so. Uh, anyway, if you haven't uh, followed the former AU ambassador, I can't pronounce the sister name, but you know who she is, who was on Roland Martin's show um, discussing the allegations of her being uh, the uh, African Union, that's what the AU is, um, who was ousted because of her being vocal about changing and really trying to take the the, the African diaspora to a new level where African countries really are the dest you know really the the destiny makers of the continent instead of waiting for outside influence. Um, she got ousted, and um, it you know she's been on a roller coaster marathon, you know sharing the information, and I wanted to touch on that because. Like so many others, I was under the impression that African, you know, when they got their independence, you know, you hear people say, well, former colonies and so forth. They got the independence and they, they got their own free elections and the people govern uh, that look like them. But no, it ain't, it's nothing like that from uh, what she had explained and went into full detail that most of those former colonists had to sign a recolonization pack with their former colonizers in order to have the appearance and I'm going to say it again, have the appearance of being free but they're not they just have the appearance and if you ever you know, heard me say it and I'm going to say it again, optics is everything and I tell my wife that optics is everything, if you can uh, persuading people through optics to make them believe one thing which is not you kind of got them and for the most part of us who believe that most of the continent uh, countries of the continent of Africa was free, we were gotten. We was taken for a ride, and they're not. And the reason why they um, not free is because, again, they signed a 
recolonization pact. And France is at the head of it. France, even though you got China and Russia there pumping money into Africa to try to get their hands on certain resources, you had the French and a lot of Western colonized countries, Great Britain, um, Belgium, the Dutch, all these folks are benefit, but French is at the head of it, and they take over a trillion dollars plus a year out of this country, out of these countries, out of this continent, period. Because I think it was 52 countries in Africa, so they take it out of all of them to a point. And now the AU is pushing back, saying that they need to do more, and they're now fessing up to the fact that, yo, y'all, <laughs> Basically, you still colonize, but most of your citizens <laughs> run around hollering that they're free. And some of them we have met here in the States. I'm free. Our country is free. Such and such and such and such. No. You know, uh, uh, Mozambique, still colonized. Uh, Zimbabwe, colonized. South Africa, colon- all these countries are colonized. Chad, colonized. All these countries, um, uh, Sierra Leone, Colonized, and they signed these pact, this pact, this recolonization pact. You can go look it up, and they ousted this woman because she, you know, started warning, ringing the alarm, saying that you know we need to do more for this. You know, we're coming up on the the anniversary of the transatlantic slave thing. You hearing all these African leaders. You know, saying we need to be, you know, forgiving, remorse, and, you know, open up our borders for descendants of slaves. And this is where it popped off. But you're basically still colonized. So, but that was the main thing. And she basically went out here trying to promote certain um, avenues for descendants of slaves, men and women, to do business and come back. All along, they was trying to slow her down. So, um, yeah, she got fired. You know, she they let her go. And for a long time, you know, yeah, you go back and look at the full interview on Roland Martin's platform. Um, they didn't even know what the AU was. And the AU been out since 1938, you know, called the African Union. And uh, this shit basically brought it up to prominence where it need to be. Talking to Congress people, yada, yada, yada. And uh, bringing an awareness. And I even wrote this woman. I wrote her a letter. And uh, some of the things must have shook her a little bit because uh, she's out there now promoting a lot of things that I mentioned in, our, in the letter I had wrote to her about Gaddafi. She's, you know, talking about how Gaddafi was killed and why he was killed. And, you know, if anybody who got common sense. Now, I know a lot of butthurt people going to come on here and say, well, Gaddafi got killed because you know, Gaddafi was over there talking that, that, that radicalism. No, Gaddafi wasn't. You know, Gaddafi was minding his own damn business. Now, we know Gaddafi old, but the Gaddafi of the present time was over there just, you know, minding his own business. He was more concentrating on trying to build a super currency, a new economic block and the West got mad at I was saying about this Arab Spring that was a cover up that was a cover up for them to go and kill this dude I know people say well Benghazi Benghazi yeah that's I got you on that but even Gaddafi himself sent word to the government saying that his country his government is not involved in any terrorist things 
They just wanted to clean shop. And they wanted to have their way in that region. If you don't believe me, go look in Egypt. Uh, uh, Babaric, who was the who was the strong man over there in Egypt, who was a who was a close ally to America. They threw his ass right under the damn bus. Called him radical. When you know the Muslim Brotherhood got a hope to him, that dude got in there. They threw him in jail and killed him. And Moses Babaric, if I pronounce his name right, but I know his name is Babaric. They threw him under the bus, put him under house arrest, for real. Go look at the, you know, look at the history that Egypt was doing. But Bart was the strong man over there. They, he kept most of the uh, the Middle East in check. He was America's pit bull over there. But they wanted a clean house, and so there was no better way than to promote this Arab Spring crap. But when it got, I think when it got, got to Saudi Arabia, the Saudis didn't have it. They, they ended that jump real quick. They, they None of that coming over here. But all the other countries, uh, Libya was one of them, but they killed Gaddafi based off of a lie. And she pointed it out. And I said that in my letter toward, uh, when I wrote to her, and I said, you know, but that uh, Gaddafi was basically trying to get all the other African countries on the continent to bag another currency with the minerals and the resources in Africa itself and to start a new power block of networking and exchange and economies between the countries. Basically, just isolating the West because everything you get is coming from Africa. All the minerals, the, 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 the chips and stuff that made in your phone to the laptops, the minerals come from Africa. So Gaddafi knew if we can work together to put our differences to the side and make a, a currency among ourselves, the West can't come up in here. That's why he was killed. And she brought that out on uh, several instances. Go look it up. It's on YouTube. She said it. But I pointed it out to her in a letter, like I said, you know, because we're hearing or heard a lot of African leaders saying that a lot of the descendants of slaves can come back to Africa. And, you know, but the thing about it, though, this is this is the catch. We have to pay our own way. Now, uh, you know, and I know that a lot of us don't have the money to get a, a ticket to go to wherever, whatever country we wanted to go to, wherever our uh, ancestry lineage say we're coming from, whatever. But uh, I pointed out in the letter that like in China, China was also had an exchange a couple of years back while well, they recruited a lot of American young engineers or people that was coming out of college that was in business and medical and engineering to come and work for China or work in China or internship, better put it that way, internship in China for a couple of years. They paid them room and board, paid for their transportation, gave them a salary, and they was there for like four, maybe four or five years or more. And... They got the experience, and they even had to, had an opportunity to work for even one of the largest Chinese companies or the government itself or use that experience to open up other avenues in Southeast Asia. Now, I presented that to her and many other ambassadors of the countries of Africa about us here in the States because a lot of us want to go back to Africa. Some of us yearn for Africa, even though we've never been there. I, myself, personally would like to go to Africa. I, I believe that it is the motherland. 
I believe that a lot of us, if we who are very uh, well-rounded and have done a lot of things here, work and follow the rules, have been, you know, undermined and undervalued, if we was to go to Africa, man, we will blow up. We will, Africa will boom. So I put that plan out there in several letters, including to her, about that. So um, maybe she probably read it. Or hopefully she did, but something got up on her, under her, and she started ringing the alarm and started digging into the thing about France and how they're taking money out of the continent and not allowing the countries of Africa to dictate their own economic future. Oh, they, that shook somebody over there, and especially the French. They want her ass out of there, and they got rid of her. So um, that's why I'm doing this story about it, that, you know, to the average black person here in America, we always think that you hear that they form a colonies, they're free, and this and this. No, you recolonize. And it's called the Recolonization Act. And like I said, go look up the thing on uh, that. Go look up on that channel on um, Roland Martin. And she gave, a, a, what, a an, I think, an hour interview. And she kept reiterating. I don't have the, the thing in front of me, but go look it up. And I, I, I made a copy myself. So if I can find the link, I'll put it in there. But go do your own research. Look at it. And it shows that, you know, this chick was really, you know, out there sounding the alarm that, hey, the continent of Africa is still on a colonization. It's just on a facade. It's on a rule of looking like it's free. But its former colonizers are still controlling the economic destiny of these countries. You know that Russia and China is playing its hand because they're coming in there giving money to have access to certain things. That's just as dangerous. But the former colonizers of the continent of Africa, from France to Great Britain to Belgium, the Dutch are still benefiting for this monetization of colonization of Africa to this point. And she went, she's out here doing it. And kudos to the chick. I'm, I'm glad that she's out there promoting it. I, I, I'm... Uh, Maybe some things might change. I don't know, but you know she, you know she knows that math. You know it's, it's a lot of money. So I'm, I'm so, man, it's a lot of money—a trillion dollars a year or more coming out of the continent, and you can't. Man, that's just like somebody coming to your house saying, "Okay, uh, peanut. You know you gonna eat pork and beans and Frank all day." In your house, but you know we got you got chicken and French fries and all the rest of this stuff, all the all the other types of food. In but you're going to eat these pork and beans every, and you're not allowed to eat anything else until we say so. You in your house, but they telling you better eat no pork and beans and Franks every day. That is basically the same setup as to how they got it in the continent of Africa. You're free to an extent to we feel like it to our pleasure. Not yours. So to all my brothers and sisters in Africa that sitting up here for years hollering about when you come to the state, we're free, we're free. No, 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 sister, brother, y'all not. Y'all just under a facade of being free. But you are being ruled by the very same colonizers that came in once before. They never left. Their physical presence left. But their economic, social 
well-being, um, their pocketbooks have never left. They just—they're not there. They just—they just got overlords that look like you, but they taking that money and those minerals out that country every year. That's a shame, people. That's pathetic. And you know, a lot of countries now are starting to rise up. And I think it's um, I think who was that? I think Madagascar, and uh, Tanzania was one of them. They're saying enough is enough. But that's only two countries. The rest of the countries in the continent, y'all need to get a step up. But again, it's going to take a lot of pushback. And this is why I've been saying about a lot of things that a lot of folks don't believe that when it comes to freedom, there's going to might be some bloodshed. There might be some stuff we're going to have to do. And a lot of us don't want to do it. We'll pussyfoot around and talk about it, but it's going to, in order to for Africa to really truly be free, it's gonna have to it's gonna have to be a push, like a major push out of there. And another something just came to mind. I remember when she was saying how uh, in one country, I think when the Dutch was ruling over this uh, country, particular country, when they left, they put concrete in the sewage lines and in the uh, certain uh, uh, turbines of the generator. They 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 jammed it up. They tore it up so it can, for uh, they couldn't be able to get water and, and energy in order to break them. I mean, this is some serious, crazy ass stuff here. Kind of like, kind of almost sound like damn Black Wall Street, kind of. But they, they see you over here doing, ah, you ain't gonna have it, we're gonna bomb the hell out of you. Same thing. So, I, again, people, I wanted to kind of sit back and look and see how, um, if anybody else were on YouTube or any any other podcaster was probably going to touch on this. And obviously they didn't. But, you know, again, you know, you go look on there. But you want to see the full interview of, I forgot that chick name, but for the, that former AU ambassador. Go to Roland Martin's channel and look at it and listen to it and, and look, get the information yourself and look at it yourself and study it. Get a good understanding about it because I can't myself. I got to understand about me reading myself and I can understand. I can break it down to a point where I understand it. But I want you to understand it, too, to see the ramifications, the fullness of this ramification, what's going on in the continent. And the same thing as what we are going on here. So it's just like when you hear people say, oh, we're free, we're free. No, no, you're not. No, you're not. You just on a, a facade of being free. You're not really free. Now, when somebody taking trillions of dollars out your pocket and you ain't you they, you can't even you don't even know what they invested in and you have no say so, you ain't free. Like I always say, money is power to a point, and those who control the money really has the power. You just there, and that's why you know I was saying about Gaddafi when he was he knew that. That's why he got them fools out of Libya. He was so and he ran their asses out of there. Said, look, we finna go ahead and do this. And somebody must got a wind of his plan, and that's why they went on, and they had to have him eliminated. Because she also mentioned that that uh, a lot of the Western com uh, countries came to the AU to ask him to get Gaddafi out of Libya. And he was supposed to go safely to South Africa. He was supposed to move his family there, whatever. Hush, hush, no problem. But I guess the West said, that we don't need you to breathe, period, because the plan is still in you. Long as you alive, the plan is alive. So they had to end him that killed the plan.
man, some dirty, low-down stuff. But um, again, people, if you want to see that interview, go on Roland Martin. I advise you to go on there, uh, listen very carefully, rewind it a couple of times, you know, write the stuff down, go Google it, you know, it's in PDF form, print it up. If you don't have a printer, download it to your computer until you get one and read it. Because this chick really goes into thing like, damn, all these years, you know, I've been sitting up here thinking, you've been sitting up thinking that well, hey, all these former colonies of Africa, they free, they got their independence. No, no, they may got their the physical independence, but that economic independence, mm-mm, that's just like in Haiti. Everybody wonder why Haiti all going through stuff, because Haiti whooped the hell out of French. And now Haiti had to pay back all that, MI, uh, that IMF money. That's why they breaking uh Haiti because Haiti took that that uh what they call a loan, that IMF loan, that World Bank loan. And now they figure right now you come here, I can break you. See? Like they always like mama say, you know, rainy days, baby. When it rains, it pours. You better prepare for those rainy days. And that's and that's one thing I'll live without. So, um again. That's that's the podcast for the day, people. Um, I didn't see anyone talk about it, but I'm I wanted to wait. But that's something that really needs uh, to be addressed because you hear a lot of our sisters, brothers that from the continent, they come over here with that arrogance that they better. But you're just a slave too. You just you've been colonized. You still colonized. You don't even know it. While you run into England and running over here and Germany and all these European countries, you. You enslaved too, economically. So that's all I had to say about that, people. Again, um, give a shout out to all the people who have uh, come in the war room and left comments, both positive and negative. I've responded to them with mental maturity. And I'm thankful for you to come by and everything and leave your comments and uh, the view, the, the material, so forth. Thank you so much. Um, like I said, give a shout out to everyone, wherever you're from, from the states to around the world, wherever you uh, listen to this podcast, and all the people on YouTube and so forth, and other, other, all the other platforms. But really, I'm thankful. Truly, I'm thankful. I wanted to give you a shout out and everything. But uh, this right here, that's something that I just waited on people. And I mean, this is something that we as black people need to be aware of. This is something that pertaining to us, really, truly to us. I mean, just I hear a lot of folks talking about white supremacy, white supremacy. I got you. But this is also on that level. And this is an eye-opener. I mean, when I read the report of the recolonization of Africa, and it is, it's, a, it's an agreement. Go get it. And I sat there like, what? This is this got to be made up now. This is what, this was the terms for us leaving We'll leave, but your money going to still stay with us. Your resources are still going to be dedicated to us. You keep land, because we don't need you to come over here, but we want you to, to run the land, give us the resources. And that's about it. So uh, I pray that, this, you know, that God be with this woman, keep her safe. Uh, let no harm come to her. Uh, that she continue to, uh, to touch people and get folks, you know, the information and not just the information but to get some get people doing things about it because this is why you know um 
I'm going to end with this note right here. Um, in the letter that I wrote that I, when I wrote to her, I, I expressed the concerns that it will behoove the continent to allow people like myself and others who have certain skills, who have been suppressed and undervalued over here to come back because some of us want to come back and help build a motherland. And But you're going to have to make a way because a lot of us don't have it. You have the resources. That goes back to what I was saying about with Gaddafi. You have the resources. And if you pull your resources together and build an economic block among yourselves to, and trade, you'll be a super powerhouse that the West can't defeat. only thing they have to do is come in there and do war. Because the, all the minerals and stuff of the world come from you anyway. That's just something to think about, people. Well, anyway, folks, that's all the time I have uh, for today. Um, always be safe and be vigilant, people. Do your research. And come on back for another episode of Real Talk. Thank you for joining me. Again, I really do appreciate it. Like I said, all those shout-outs are sincere. Please keep it coming, folks. But do your research. Be safe. Be vigilant. Till next time, I'm out. This was the War Machine. Real Talk with Mr. Q. Don't forget to join us next time.